Hi everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kevin Rudins. I hope you're all well. Today is a TV show review. Obviously on Fridays things culminate and end and stuff like that. And obviously a lot more things get released. And that's exactly what's happened this week as well. Because the final episode, the 16th episode of Star Wars The Bad Batch has premiered on Disney+. Now ever since May the 4th Star Wars Day I have been checking out this show really really enjoying it as well so what i'm going to do today i'm going to be giving you guys my full thoughts on the show not not episode by episode but just giving me general uh, thoughts and also how i think this show is going to move forward as they have already announced a season two one final thing before we get started as uh, well these are just my opinions on the show i'd love to hear what you guys have to think about the show because of the summer and stuff like that we're obviously coming to the end of the summer now there's still going to be so many more movie and tv show reviews being coming out because more things are coming out now which i'm really really pleased of because it's more uh content for me as well so please make sure you keep favoriting and following so you never miss any of our uploads now going into this show i have been massively massively behind on the clone wars I was spoiled a little bit about the ending, not by watching this show, just by reading some stuff. So I, I knew to a capacity what the world was and how the world sort of ended in the Clone Wars, because this is a uh, you know a spin-off in, in, of the Clone Wars and sort of a continuation of, in that world, and obviously in the animated uh, elements and stuff like that. I'm massively behind that, so I don't know exactly what has happened, but I know the area in which it's happened and that is was my introduction to the bad batch obviously there was a few sort of similar things that i think was made but i think when this was was announced i think it was the right fit because i think certain franchises you've seen it with a dc over a considerable amount of time and you've seen it as well with the x-men not a lot marvel and, and stuff like that but they lean their source material and stuff like that into animation and I think Star Wars have done that incredibly, and I think certain stories and certain ideas fit in that animated idea, and I think that's exactly what I was really, really pleased to see. I was very, very pleased. I watched the trailer and did the trailer breakdown, so if you want to go and check that out, of course you can do, but uh, when I did that, I was very, very impressed by the animated element of what the story was given. I had a few, you know, obviously, you know, worries about how the show was going to go, what it was going to explore, but ever since that first episode, I've been hooked. I've continuously been watching it every single friday because it's one of them shows it's a star wars show it still has the same energy the same love for this franchise but obviously just in a different style star wars is is not just about the films anymore the tv shows are, are being fantastic we've seen that with the mandalorian and, and obviously so many announced projects that i think is going to really keep this this Star Wars train moving forward in, in different and original ways. And I think that is what is the most exciting for a Star Wars fan. You know, looking back at a 1970s film that changed cinema and, and you, know, you can go into that in, in a lot more, uh, you know, ways. But I think that effect of that just one film from, you know, now 50, 50 years is, is absolutely incredible. And I think you truly appreciate what they've done uh what they've done in terms of the you know the stuff and, and this is fantastic so moving obviously on to the bad batch and obviously what contains 
and you know you have to start of course with the positives and I think the positives was the it allow it was allowed to stand on its own instead of the constant ties into the Clone Wars if you watch the first couple of episodes as real fans uh, of not only the Clone Wars but also Rebels as well you see similar characters similar things coming in I think that was great but with a spin-off show you, you fall into that stereotype and that struggle is that what do you do you carry on the narrative carry on the thing going forward from the original show and make it for people who say but you have to watch every single episode of the Clone Wars or do you allow the show to be something different something new and very very creative and I I prefer the latter side of it in terms of I prefer the latter option where you know you can go in and really feel like this show deserves to be on be on the same not worried you know the constant tying in it, it it gives us you know its own individual stakes individual you know decisions and, and something that keeps us you know really really intrigued and obviously it, it keeps fans then you know pushing on to watch more Clone Wars and to, to you know to see these guys and their origin story and obviously it's things that they're alluding to and they have to it's not you know there's nothing wrong with going into the Clone Wars but I prefer it you know to be you know original and not say well it, it's just you know a continuation don't bother no it, it needs to be on the same thing it needs to be original and needs to allow to adapt because you know now the van announced the second series which i think is great and we'll move on to that in a minute but you sort of watch sequels and spin-offs and just say okay they'll, they'll go for a couple of seasons and then they'll think yeah we've got no more to go they're not going to the the, the doing certain characters, bringing them the new ones, which will, again, we'll talk about the new characters in a minute. And I think that was absolutely fantastic. So it was a massive, massive positive right early on in the series, which got me, you know, massively captivated, as well as the characters and the stories and everything it was exploring within within a very complex world and that Star Wars have really lent into for as long as I can remember, really. So I, I was really impressed by, you know, that so early on and, and keeping that, you know, genre and maintaining that throughout the whole series. Let's move on then to the absolute characters. We've got the five members of the Bad Batch. Uh, you know, we've obviously got Hunter, Crosshair, Echo, Tech, and Wrecker. And I think these characters are fantastically interesting. Uh, you know, the misconception for a lot of people is, yeah, you know, there's always going to have to be a smart one, always going to have to be, you know, a dumb one who just likes to shoot and, and you know creative i think it, it was it's very very similar to the guardians of the galaxy i'm not going to lie to you guys uh, that was something that i liked and i think i like that dynamic i think it works for comedy elements which which there was very very subtle comedy comedy elements but it's definitely nice to see in there and it was, it was great Omega frustrated me in, in a couple of the early episodes, I'm not going to lie, I think she was a very, very difficult character to get behind, she always seemed to be like the damsel in distress, which, you know, it, it's good to have that sort of different link, I think, but I just think it was quite frustrating, it was quite frustrating at the, at the beginning of the, you know, season to see her always be the damsel in distress, but, you know, she... You know, reinvented confidence, reinvented you know sort of her place in the show. And I think that was that was the point of her whole character development, and I think it was nice to see her obviously being being the leader in in certain elements, and obviously having this you know connection with these sort of you know rogue clones. Speaking of the clones, I think it it's obviously massively focused. There's no Jedi 
in the show and I think the misconception now and especially with the Mandalorian the Mandalorian did that obviously with introducing uh, Luke Skywalker at the end of season two is that I'm not I don't I'm not saying that they that they relied on a Jedi but and I, but I just think they just fit I mean this one I really hope they don't do that in season two I really hope they don't bring back a Jedi yeah bring back clones like they did with uh, Rex you know that works it fits it fits the mold of the show and it, you know about because it's focusing on clones but not jedi you know it, it's they've, they've obviously had their place they've had their time with this world and, and sort of connection with it i really hope that they don't lean into that because a lot of fans are going to mainly focus on the jedi rather than the clones and i don't want to see that because i think the bad batch have done something great the Mandalorian did something great was that it focused on these new characters in a world where we already know the themes that we already know and you know that con that constant you know good versus evil you know pick your side pick your family and friends and you know that's all we've loved about Star Wars like I said over the past 40-45 years and that is what makes Star Wars Star Wars and I personally think that they they need to truly embrace that in every single project and their new projects that they do rather than going back to the similar stereotypes of, of, of the Star Wars. Some can stay, some can massively stay, but not all of it. Uh, I, I do think it falls under some stuff falls under some stereotypical uh, you know, storylines within episodes. When I watched the first episode, uh, obviously with Crosshair sort of turning to the dark side and, and removing his, his chip, I was then under the impression that every single show would be the Bad Batch go to a planet trying to do some good, trying to avenge what they've done with this new Omega character. Crosshair follows them in every single path. They didn't do it. Crosshair was, was a character that was very, very complex and very, very different but also was a character that was sort of in the background, a bit neat, but when he came in, it gave us fantastic and engaging moments. He was, a never, he was never a character that was forgotten. He was never a character that, you know, truly affected the overarching story. It, it ne that never happened, and that's what I liked. A character who can have an effect on on the show but then sometimes doesn't have to be on the screen every single time and i think crosshair was a great complex character i really want to see his character in a lot more detail in the last couple of episodes you see him massively prominent but it, it gives us the drama the suspense i think star wars has, has done like once again over the past uh you know 40 years so i was a massive fan of crosshair but i do think this show particularly in the middle particularly i think between probably episode 7 to episode 10 or 11 it went onto that stereotype where yeah we're going to go to a we will work we, yeah we work for somebody we're going to go to a planet we're going to sort something out and then we're going to go back again with the reward you knew they were going to su survive and do well and then they go on the next mission it, it, they sort it came very very repetitive that's when i sort of lost the confidence in the show but no, definitely they they you know completely thought right. Let's go back onto this original route and let's move forward with it. What I want for season two, I think season one ended on on such a fantastic 
sort of route keeping the characters all alive i think was a is a big big positive especially for the main reason of you know keeping these characters available for you know season two to develop and grow obviously new characters are going to be fantastic and are going to be needed but i think the the bad batch obviously the four members uh and also omega i think they've got to they've got to stay together uh you know and i'd really add nobody in because i think their chemistry and their relationship matured throughout the whole season i really like that crosshair's going to keep being a villain i do want somebody alongside him i think they do need another real villain that i think will work very very well so it's a great base they've done some things fantastically a couple of things that they can improve on and, and develop and stuff like that but no way am i going to go away from the show thinking you've done the worst finale you've done the worst first season i do not care about this second one because i do i want to see where these characters go and it's such a long time to wait uh, of course you know so i'm i'm massively impressed with what they've done the world that they've built how they've stand stood on their own two feet and sort of you know embrace their show rather than keep tying in the clone wars and rebels and stuff like that truly making them a big big animated hit so that's it for the review of star wars the bad batch season number one let me know what you think about the show using my instagram frc underscore podcast what was your favorite episode what was your least favorite episode we will not be doing a ranking of all the episodes because a lot more content is going to be more of a priority but like i keep saying reviews of movies and tv shows are going to be constant now with some really really good stuff uh, obviously being released and i'm watching at the moment as well as the other great stuff including the Spartacus showdown trailer breakdowns rankings and top tens I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but that was something that you love. See you in a bit.